RWJ Barnabas Health Telemed offers you two convenient ways to see a doctor anytime, anywhere, without having to come in for an appointment. If you're in need of urgent care, you can use our app to connect with a provider 24-7, right on your smartphone, tablet, or computer. Or you can use our website to schedule a virtual visit with an RWJ Barnabas Health Medical Group provider or specialist. And you can even register as a new patient. Book an appointment online at rwjbh.org slash telemed. Your safety has always been our top priority and we've taken every precaution. So don't delay your care any longer. Get started today at rwjbh.org slash telemed. RWJ Barnabas Health. Let's be healthy together. Hi, everybody. I'm Matt Lockman along with Sam Hassan. Welcome to the latest edition of Speak of the Devils, presented by RWJ Barnabas Health, the official health care provider of the New Jersey Devils. And Sam, it's just in the recent past that the Devils added to their pipeline of talent. Guys still have to be signed, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm talking, of course, about the draft. And I think the Devils did more than well. I thought they did exceedingly well in who they were able to select. And we're going to speak with the guy who led off the draft selection in just a few moments. And obviously he's the big draft favorite. I remember being out there on the floor of the Prudential Center with all the fans, all the signs. There were Luke signs. People were chanting, we want Luke, we want Luke. And then Tom Fitzgerald walked up on the stage and delivered what the fans wanted. He gave them Luke Hughes. It was the guy that all the fans wanted. And clearly, and not just because he's Jack Hughes' brother, but he's obviously a tremendous player in his own right and a very interesting player in his own right, interesting person in his own right, as we will soon find out in this conversation. The tallest of the three brothers, a defenseman who's headed to the University of Michigan. And I, I think you're right. The fans clearly spoke loudly that night, and then Tom made them very happy. But I think if you look at what the Devils are are, are building, uh, you know, there are a lot of parts that still need to be filled in along the way, but you can never, ever go wrong with the top-line defenseman. Now, it's up to Luke to continue his development, but if you have one of those guys that you can develop in a couple of years and he starts playing for you and he's in that uniform for a long time, man, you could be set for many, many years. And something, too, to consider, he's not even 18 years old. He's still 17 years old. He's going to be going to the University of Michigan as a 17-year-old. September 9th is his birthday, so he's still a little bit away from turning 18, so he's the youngest player in the draft, which means he has more time to grow more time to mature than everyone else in the entire draft. So when they project his upside to be wherever, we got to almost add a little bit too. So I think that was part of the thinking going in. So once he does get there, once he does mature and become the player that we know, let's, you know, we're not going to put expectations on him because of his brothers, but looking at his brother's work ethics and what they were able to do with their talents, you got to assume the apple doesn't fall far from there. So you assume that Luke will at least exceed or at least hit some of those pointers as well. Well, the three brothers all drafted uh, in the top 10. Quinn, a defenseman for Vancouver. Jack, of course, the number uh, number one overall pick in 2019 by the Devils. And now Luke Hughes joins the Devils as he selected fourth overall in the most recent draft. But it is the Hughes brothers. But this brother in particular has his own personality and uh, his own style. And we're really looking forward to this conversation that we conduct with Luke Hughes. 
Luke Hughes, it's good to see you again and speak with you again. Uh, welcome to Speak of the Devils. Yeah, thank you for having me. So what's it been like since your draft night? And I do have a question about that, but what's it been like since draft night to now as you prepare for your freshman year at the University of Michigan? Um, yeah, I mean, it was great. Um, you know, I didn't really have a lot of time to process it because, you know, I had the draft night and then I had World Junior Camp to, to focus on. So, um, you know, I didn't really process it. I had, had some fun that night and then kind of got back to work and, um, you know, enjoyed it. So, you know, in speaking with your brother and then, of course, Quinn has echoed the same things. The Hughes family is all about hard work. So you celebrate the moment briefly, then you get to the task at hand. But on draft night, you knew you were going. You just didn't know when or to whom necessarily. I'm wondering, how did you spend the day? The adrenaline had to be flowing. Were you nervous or was it more just excitement? Um, you know, I was pretty anxious and, and, and excited. Um, you know, I had World Junior Camp that day, so I practiced and, you know, got home at like 5 o'clock, 5.30. And, um, you know, the draft is at 8, so I kind of hung out with some, some family, uh, you know, prepared for you know, any outcome to be happy. And, um, you know, I, I was super lucky and super, super excited to be part of the Devils. And, um, you know, I, I was really excited. I know most of us were surprised by Jack's reaction, but were you surprised by Jack's reaction and how ex I know uh, we expect him to be excited, but that was even more over the top than anything anyone anticipated. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was super shocked, honestly, because, um, you know, the earlier, like before, draft started he's like all right like play it cool like tell me to play it cool and and then he uh he, he was so excited so um you know it was pretty cool to see that reaction and um out of him and you know see how happy he was for me and um you know it was pretty cool and what about sharing that moment with the family i know you, obviously you did it twice before with both your brothers but now this time you're more the center of attention it was about you what was it like to be able to share that moment just like your brothers did before you and to have that with your Parents, friends, family, the whole gathering there. Yeah, I mean, you prepare yourself, you know, the whole your whole life to, you know, try to get drafted and try to go as high as possible and try to play in the NHL. Um, so, I mean, you dream of that your whole life and, um, you know, all the work that you put in. And it, it was awesome to, you know, have the family to all come and support me and um, be there for me. So that was super cool. And, um, you know, it was, a, it was a pretty, really, really cool moment and really surreal. So... And you can be honest with us. Does Quinn feel left out now that he's not on the same team as the rest of the boys? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think, you know, he wants to play with his brothers, but, you know, he's happy in Vancouver and he enjoys it there too. So, but I think, yeah, he'd, he'd probably want to play with his brothers too. So at some point. Yeah, we'll see what happens, right? There's a lot of uh, things that will happen between now and whenever. But I do want to ask you about the reaction because, you know, everyone talks about Jack hugging you and being so excited. I loved your father's. Yeah. reaction he just kind of looks up like what is going on here <laughs> to me that was the best like <laughs> watching his kids enjoy it but also as a dad going what what, what is happening here in my living room yeah I mean um I mean it, it's super super cool and it's a really crazy accomplishment for our parents to have three kids drafted in the top 10 and um you know super cool moment for them and for, for myself and my brothers and just the whole family. I know, you know, I, I was kind of surprised with his reaction to it. He's, he's kind of crying for a second. I thought there, but, um, you know, I mean, to have three kids, you know, drafted in the top 10 is crazy. And, 
you know, that's, that's just all the credit and hard work that they put in and that we put in. So, well, your parents and the story has been well-documented. So instrumental in not only the athletic accomplishments of you and your brothers, but also the way you handle yourself uh, as young men. And, and it's a credit to both mom and dad that you three have turned out the way you have. So the university of Michigan is on the horizon and I know there's a lot of hockey excitement about what might take place with the Wolverines this year, but how about, what's it like getting ready to go to college, right? I mean, I have friends whose children are getting ready for their first year and there's nervousness and excitement about what lies ahead. What's it like for Luke Hughes? Yeah. I mean, I think more, I think the more important thing is, you know, going to school, um, you know, trying to be a Michigan man, trying to get a degree and, you know, meeting really smart and um, cool people there. So, um, you know, I'm super excited for that and going into the dorms, um, you know, Tuesday and five days. So, um, you know, I'm super excited and, um, you know, it, it, it's crazy that, you know, I, I, I put Quinn in the dorms four years ago. So, um, you know, I, I moved him in and now I'm moving in and kind of never thought this day would come, but, um, you know, I'm super excited to go to college. Speaking of what's uh, ma- your major going to be, have you decided that much yet or is that still filling your way through it? Oh, I mean, I think I'm going to try to major in sports management. Um, yeah. So. You looking more forward to playing college hockey or living the college lifestyle of going to classes, learning that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I'm obviously you're looking forward to you know play and, and try to win a, na- a, a national championship with the, with the team. And I think we got the team to do it this year and, um, you know, I'm super excited for the lifestyle, um, too, just to go to college and meet new people and, you know, go to school and stuff. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm super excited for the, the whole aspect of going to the University of Michigan. It's such a prestige university and, you know, one of the best in the country. So, um, you know, I'm super excited for that. What made you decide on Michigan? Obviously, I'm sure a number of schools would love to have your services on the blue line. So why did you want to be a Wolverine? And I do want to get to the after this about the guys also on the team. But why did you choose Michigan? Um, yeah, I mean, I watched my brother Quinn go through it, and, you know, how co- the coaching staff and Coach Mal treated him and, um, you know, how he grew as a as a player and as a person at the at the university. Like I said, it's you know such a prestige school and there's so many you know smart and really cool people there. So um you know, I watched how he developed as a person and as a player. And, um, you know, I, I said to myself, you know, I, I want to go here too and, you know, try to do those same things. So, um, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm super excited. I'm sure you gotta be chomping at the bit to get there with four guys drafted in the top five picks. I mean, you feel like you got the mark, the target on your back. I mean, you've got to be the heavy favorites to win the national title. So there's gotta be a lot of expectations too, to handle. Yeah. I think, you know, the whole team, um, probably is the expectation um, to try to, to win a national championship next year. I don't know if there's ever been a team, you know, quite like that, you know, four guys in the top five and, you know, a couple other first rounders and some good depth and, you know, really good goalie and some good leadership. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm super excited for that. And, um, you know, I don't think there's, you know, any pressure at all, um, but, you know, you know, I'm not even on campus yet. So, um, <laughs> you know, I, I don't really know much right now. I'm just, you know, I'm going to be a freshman on the block and try to try to contribute and try to enjoy my time. You know, I'm thinking you've you've always been in the spotlight and played with Team USA across your chest and all that sort of stuff. And you'll have that spotlight 
when you step on the ice at Michigan, but you'll also have the opportunity to step out of that spotlight in a way because it's an enormous university. It's got 50,000 students. As you said, it's a prestigious university. Are you looking forward to kind of being Luke Hughes, the human being rather than the hockey player and kind of developing a little bit more of that side and just stepping out of that spotlight a little bit? Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, you're only at the rank, you know, a couple hours a day. So, um, you know, I'm super excited to just go in the dorms and be a college student um, and, and, you know, kind of develop my, my skills as a person and, um, you know, try to continue to be a good person and um, enjoy my time there. And then, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's kind of a tough question because, uh, yeah, I don't know. So I, I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah, well, listen, and not to suggest you haven't enjoyed your life to date. It's been certainly a magical one and a marvelous one and very successful, but just a chance not to be known as Luke Hughes, the hockey player, which is kind of how you are defined. But uh, again, as you move along in in your collegiate career, both on and off the ice, a chance to explore those things. Have you learned the alma mater? Did you you learn it from Quinn? Can you Uh, sing the alma mater if they put you up on a chair in the center of the dressing room? Uh, no, I, ha- I don't think so. Is, isn't it? Wait, what do you mean? Alma mater? The, well, the song, you know, the football. Oh, no, hail. no, I haven't, I haven't learned that yet. Um, hail, hail to Michigan. No. Okay. <laughs> no, I haven't learned that yet. Probably first week. We'll probably have to memorize that or something. But. And it sounds nothing like I just gave it because my voice is among the worst singing voices you will ever hear. But uh, <laughs> yeah. those, those, those are the words. Mine too. So we'll, we'll see. <laughs> uh, I, I, I want to ask. When was the first time you got on the ice or first memories you have of being on the ice? Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I would, I kind of always remember being on the ice, um, you know, when I was two years old and stuff like that. So I started real young and, um, you know, I kind of pushed in there by my parents, and my brothers, um, you know, always wanting to, you know, try to get better and stuff like that and just grow the passion and love for the game. And, um, I mean, you always remember, you know, some, some battles and some mini stick stuff and outdoor rink, just broad stuff. So, um, you remember all that and some of the memories you have, but, um, I don't really remember the first time cause I was so young, but yeah. Um, or, or just, or the first memory that you have, but obviously taking the ice at, at any time is pretty cool. Yeah. Did you ever have a moment where you said, you know, maybe it didn't come as easy uh, to you as it seemingly has, where you said, ah, the heck with this, I'm going to find something else to play. Um, no, I mean, I, like, I, I mean, I played every sport growing up, you know, I played baseball, played soccer, um, lacrosse, track and field, cross country, everything, you know, volleyball, basketball. So, um, you know, I played everything growing up. Um, I like, there wasn't really one moment where like, I mean, I, I always knew hockey was, you know, the goal and hockey was my favorite sport and kind of where my passion was at and where I wanted to lead and life with. So, um, you know, I think it's always important to keep your confidence and you not quit on yourself. Um, as a lot of little, little kids do and stuff. So. Well, besides hockey, then what would you say your second favorite sport would have been if there was an alternate universe and Luke Hughes wasn't going into the national hockey league, would he be a professional lacrosse player, baseball? What was the other sport that you really felt a passion for? I mean, I was, I was pretty good at like cross country. Um, I was really good at lacrosse when I was really little and then, you know, stopped playing that to play a little baseball and stuff. But 
um, maybe lacrosse. I, I, I really like football and, and basketball, but I was never, never really good at either of those and didn't really play football growing up. So what position would you play in football then? Uh, I mean, I didn't play football growing up, but, um, you know, I play fantasy football and all that stuff right now. <laughs> that counts. That counts. You know, watch, watch, just sit on my couch every Sunday and just watch football all day. So, um, I don't know. I'd like to be a wide receiver or something like that, but I don't know. You getting ready for your uh, fantasy draft? Yeah, I just did one actually. Like, and uh, who who was your number one pick? I had the tenth pick, tenth um, and eleventh. I traded the eleventh pick for the seventeenth and twenty fourth pick, um, and had to add a fifth and a sixth. So um, I picked Eckler at ten, Montgomery at seventeen. Uh, Keenan Allen at 24, um, and then Allen Robinson at 30, and uh, George Kittle at 31. So I don't know. I'm, I'm happy with my outcome so far, but we'll we'll see till week one. <laughs> so obviously, a little GM uh, in your blood too, making yeah. some moves. Uh, and is so I, I trust you have 11 teams in the league. It's a snake draft, so you yeah. went 11 and then 12. Isn't that the worst? Like getting the number one pick is terrible too because you got to wait forever. I, I don't know. Sometimes at eleven, twelve, I don't know. I, I don't like it as much. Give me something around nine. I I, I know it sounds counterintuitive because you get two of the top twelve players, but I don't know something when it comes around so quickly. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the uh, snake draft and all that. I like the eleven or ten, eleven picks, and you know it's tough when you don't pick for twenty picks. But um, yeah, one's worthless in many ways. <laughs> yeah, but you do get McCaffrey, so. Exactly. So what was the strategy? Uh, for me? Yeah. I mean, I was hoping for 10 just because I already traded um, my second round or my early second for something. So um, I don't know. I mean, it depends what pick you, you come down with. It's kind of a weird year because there was a lot of injuries last year, but mm-hmm. I don't know. And who's in this draft? Is it your brothers in this draft? Is this your group of friends? Yeah, my cousins and then um we got like 10 cousins in the league and or not nine and myself um and then i got another league coming up i think it's you know me and my brothers um and some close friends so that uh, i think there's eight guys in that league so i'm i'm looking forward to that one is there a lot of smack talking going around during the draft and even during the, the season when you guys play each other yeah a ton i think you know all the guys are really committed to that and uh <laughs> You know, I think everyone's following it on Sunday and watching it, which is pretty cool. Who won last year? Or how did you do last yeah, year? I won the first year. Jack won the second year. So okay. It was it was good. I didn't have a good team last year, though. I had some injuries. So It, it is tough, especially after that. You got to try to find a gem, like, in the second week or third week, like somebody that comes out of nowhere and suddenly you say, well, he's going to have a prominent role with his club, and you kind of get him, but – Sometimes you get stuck with those injuries and it's exactly. just all over. Yeah. Do you guys, do you guys play? I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And I, I generally do okay until playoffs and then I'm a dead man. Interesting. Yeah. Actually, my my, very my team so. apples up. My, I talked to the boys <laughs> before the playoffs. I said, fellas, come on, we've gotten this far. And, and then, you know, what also happens, I don't know if you, if you do this or, or, or Sam, if you're in a league, but we have this thing where we have two divisions. So, if you finish, say, first in the division, you get like six and a half. It's an enormous advantage. You get six and a half points oh. to start with. 
So like you're way, if, you, if you're playing the team that, so it's a reward for a good start, but I haven't been able to sustain that. So I don't know. I got, I got to, I got to talk to uh, ownership and see what's going on. I, yeah. I haven't, I haven't heard of that, but that's, that's a good rule. We should, we should probably in, implement that one. Well, you know, it, it, it favors, then you don't have to worry so much about that upset week. If you had a great year, you got a little cushion, but I haven't been able to turn it to my advantage. So. I'm going to have to talk to you and Jack. You guys have won. I've lost. It's not been good. It's not yeah. been good. Jack, Jack Falls are pretty good, so he's he's really good at that stuff, too. All right. I'll have to speak with him. Sam, do you play? I do, actually, my drafts this evening. So yeah. I'll have to re- report back to you who I end up uh, taking in the draft. Yeah. Luke, do you have a, a team that's your favorite? Favorite NFL team, allegiances? Um, yeah, I mean, I just kind of be a bandwagon, but um, – <laughs> Tom Brady just to watch him. Um, so I guess Tampa Bay right now, but I don't know. I'd like watching Arizona because K1, he's, he's really fun to watch. And do you, do you like appreciate that watching these other athletes and other sports and watching them excel at such a, a high level? It's got to be enjoyable. And, and, and almost from one athlete to another, you know, there's a little bit of an admiration there. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, you kind of just watch it for fun just to, you know, watch high level stuff. And, uh, I mean, obviously you admire, you know, guys like Tom Brady and stuff. you've been winning for like your whole life, you know, I've been <laughs> longer, than, longer than you've been alive. Yeah. Tom Brady's it's been true. longer than I've been alive. So um, <laughs> he's winning Super Bowls before I was born. So, um, you know, I mean, you admire that and, you know, like to watch that and try to learn. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's hard because it's different sports. Um, you, but like, you know, you, you see their mindset going into seasons and how how they keep their body healthy and stuff like that. You said you want, would prefer to be a wide receiver, but on the ice, you ended up being a defenseman. Now, were you always a defenseman? Did you always kind of gravitate to that position? Did you ever play forward, or was that just the way things kind of shook out as you got a little older? No, I was a forward like five or six years, up until five or five or six years ago. So I moved back. Right on the- a year before I moved to Detroit and, you know, kind of same with Quinn. It was kind of that timeline too. So um, me and Quinn were similar as forwards. Um, and then, you know, we were smaller guys and, you know, saw the rink better um, as defensemen um, back when we were younger. So kind of made the move. Do you enjoy defense? Is there a little party that wants to be for like uh, Jack and maybe score more goals than him? No, not at all. Um, you know, I don't really like forechecking and back back checking that much. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. If I like defense. You don't have to forecheck and stuff. So. And then growing up, going through the first time you went with it through Quinn when he was getting drafted and going through the whole festivities, what was that experience like? Just being around him, seeing him go through, you know, everything from interviewing with teams to dealing with agents to just the expectations and the nervousness of the day. So what did you see the first time when Quinn was kind of going through that? I know you were only 14 at the time. Um, I mean, I was really young back then, but I saw, you know, how calm he was and, uh, you know, there was ups and downs throughout his year. Uh, and, you know, like he was at college his first year, so it was a little different from me, but um, just how he enjoyed, you know, his life and, you know, enjoyed going to the rink and, you know, try to get better throughout the year. So. Um, that's kind of what I learned from him. Um, yeah. How is Quinn in, in fantasy football? He's good. He's good. He, but you and Jack won. So where did he finish? Uh, he finished in the finals. He lost. 
to Jack, but um, no, he's good. He try he he's a little delusional because he tries to screw you over for trades. But um, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna show him this when it comes out this video, and he, he's gonna deny, deny, deny. But um, <laughs> you know, well, when the Devils play Vancouver, we'll have to ask him and uh, get his, at least get his side of the story. Is that right. fair enough? Yeah, perfect. <laughs> So what do you what do you, what's this first year going to be like for you? What are you hoping? I mean, gosh, you got the World Juniors, you got uh, the NCAA. You're making the adjustment to college hockey. What do you what do you have to work on? What are you most looking forward to? I guess those are two pretty broad questions, but nonetheless. Um, no, I mean, I'm looking forward to trying to win a national championship with the team. We got a really good team, and well, I think everyone knows it. Um, and just playing in the Big Ten in front of fans again, and. Um, playing in, in Yost. So, um, you know, I'm, su- I'm I'm really looking forward to that. And um, I mean, every year trying to work on everything, you know, you're not perfect and, you know, there, there's always areas to improve on. So, um, you know, I'm trying to work on every aspect of my game. Anything in so particular though, that you really say that's, that's the one step I need to make? Um, I don't know, not really anything particular, you know, I want to keep working on my hands, my scoring, um, you know, defense, making clean passes, you know, trying to work on all that stuff. So. And I think the last time we talked to you, obviously was the draft and you were getting ready to step on the ice for the first time since having the surgery and the lacerated tendon in your foot. I wondered how that process was rehabbing, getting along and how you felt you did during those junior camps. You know, did you feel strong? Did you feel good? Did you feel fleet of foot? What's the, what's the status update for us? Yeah. I mean, I feel great. I'm, you know, hundred percent, um, you know, there wasn't a lot of rehab because it was just a toe. You had to lift your toe and stuff like that. But um, <laughs> nothing, nothing too hard or crazy on the rehab thing. And then, um, you know, I felt felt pretty good in, in camp. I felt great. Um, you know, I thought I had a really strong camp and, um, you know, played really strong defensively and made clean outlets and stuff. So, um, you know, I felt good going out of camp and going into it. And, um, you know, I feel really good going into the season. So did you notice any residual effects being off the ice for so long? Or did it feel like once you hit it, it was basically riding a bicycle. You're right back into it. Um, no, no. I mean, I, you know, I was skating seven weeks before, um, for the draft and, um, for the camp. So, um, you know, I, I felt really good going, going into the camp. I was, you know, in shape. Um, you know, I did a good job or my, my dad did a good job at pushing me and, um, you know, bagging me and stuff like that to get me in shape. <laughs> um, yeah, but I felt really good going into it. Was he the one blowing the whistle on the ice, making sure you kept going and going another lap again, again? Yeah, 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 yeah a lot. So um, you know, he's great at that stuff. Lifting your toe. I think I, that's kind of a workout that's right up my alley. <laughs> right? Nice and easy. I can lift my big toe and get that going. Um, you're coming down the ice Quinn's on the ice. You get a little bit of a lead cause you're breaking out of your own end and he's the lone man back. Give me your go-to move. What do you think he's thinking and how are you going to beat him? Um, I, I don't know. Um, probably if it's like a one-on-one or something like that, I'd, you know, try to fake him to one side, but, um, I mean, Quinn's a really good defender, so that would be tough. And, um, I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, usually 
this, this past summer I've been on a lot of the defensive side, so me and him have been taking two-on-twos a lot. But um, I don't know. I'd probably cut to the inside, go to the outside, or you know, try to pop it over him or something like that. So Jack's the trailer. He's calling for the puck. You're going to get it to him, of course. Yeah, knowing, knowing him, he'd be mad at me if I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Is it hard? I know people ask the questions like I just did about – you know, beating your brother in a move. The family seems awfully tight. Are, are those questions difficult? I mean, they're asked somewhat in jest, but you know, you love your brothers. Yeah. I mean, you're, I mean, they're difficult because you never want to, you know, put your brothers down or anything like that. You want to push them up. And, um, you know, my brothers are, you know, great players and, you know, I'm trying to be, become a really good player too. So, um, you know, I mean, Knowing them, they like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um, I mean, yeah, they're tough just because you, you know, don't want to put them down to their family and, you know, um, they're pretty good players. So I don't know. Well, what are the Hughes boys like off the ice? What are some hobbies you have? Uh, anything that might be interesting of no music you listen to? What are some things you do to pass the time when you're not on the ice and working? Um, I mean, we really picked up wake surfing these past two summers, I think. Um, boys just bought a boat and they've been out there a lot and you know i just got cleared to start wake surfing again a couple weeks ago so um you know i've been trying to trying to catch up um i don't know i like to golf play basketball um i don't know board games chess i don't know so i don't know we like we i don't know we like to wake surf and stuff you know just do normal things who's the best chess player of the group uh probably me or quinn how about golfer? Jack or Quinn. Actually, you- Jimmy, 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 and he's not that good either. So we're, we're not great golfers, but my dad's <laughs> kicked everyone's butt this summer. Uh, that's fair enough. Listen, golf is a game you can always get better at. It's just, you know, no matter what you shoot, you can always generally find a reason you could have shot a better score. Uh, once you get up and running on wakeboarding, who's going to be the best wakeboarder? Quinn is right now. He uh, just nailed a three, his first 360. Did he? Yep. On the way. I saw something on social with him, uh, but uh, I didn't yeah, see that. Uh, so he did, he did his first one and then we didn't, we, we didn't get it on video. And then the second one, he tried to nail it again and he lost the wake, but so. Listen, get right back up. Exactly. Yeah. Just keep on hacking away. Pixar didn't happen, man. We need video proof. <laughs> Exactly. Are you active well, on social? Do you do much on social? Um, no, not really. I mean, I have Instagram. Um, I should probably post more just so, but I don't know. I'm not that, I don't know. I like to keep it tight, keep what I'm doing tight. Me and my brothers do that. So uh, post every once in a while. Yeah. Just, just a little, I'm with you. That social media rabbit hole can be crazy. I mean, you don't want to be that guy um, who ever knows your business, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know though. Um, you know, I should probably post a little more, but I mean, I don't. Know. Yeah, post as much as you want. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. If it's you guys out, you know, in your suits and the glasses and having a good time, <laughs> all the better. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Maybe do a huge TikTok though. There'd be some dancing action going. I don't know. Get the whole family. No, he's sh- you're shaking your head. No chance, huh? <laughs> We're not dancers, so we'll leave that to the the TikTokers in LA. But <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. 
Did you have a, a hype song or music? Like when you're getting ready for a big game, is there a certain music you like to listen to? Certain band artists, something like that? Um, I'm a country guy. So, okay. I mean, I don't know. I like Luke Bryan. Um, I like uh, a guy that just won American Idol, uh, Chase Beckham. I like him. So he's, he's up and coming. He's got one song out. So <laughs> I like that. Future guy. star like you. What? He's a future star like you are. Yeah, hopefully. Do you play any music? No. 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 Singer? No. Dancer? Not on the more, green arts. No. More, more on the athlete side. Yeah. I'm, I'm on that side of the spectrum. It's a good spectrum, good side of the spectrum to be on. That's for sure. Well, Luke, thanks very much for your time. It's been fun. We've had some laughs. We've gotten to know a little bit more about you. We look forward to the day uh, when we will see you in person. Uh, we know that's in the near future, but good luck at Michigan. Good luck learning the alma mater. Have some fun on the ice and uh, we'll, we'll, we will be following your exploits from afar. Thanks so much. All right. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Congrats on the new house, honey. What's this? Carbon monoxide detectors? Yeah, put one on every level. Because you can't see or smell carbon monoxide. And when fuel-burning appliances aren't working right, CO can build up and be deadly. Guys, I'm on it. We just want to know you're safe. At PSENG, we're committed to your family's safety. Know how to prevent carbon monoxide poisoning. If your CO detector goes off, leave immediately. Then call 911. Protect the ones you love. Learn more at PSEG.com slash gas safety. He's got a great personality, doesn't he, Sam? I mean, I just, I he just does, love yeah. his openness, and he, he's, he's just, he's a, he seems like a genuinely good kid. I'm looking forward to getting yeah. to know him a little bit more. Yeah, I feel like he's not exploding with personality. He's the kind of guy like very chill. We'll talk to you. We'll have a conversation. We'll just give you the boring answer. Like, and I agree with you. Once we get to know him, once we learn a little more, I'm sure he's going to open up even more. So then just doing over a video conference on zoom. <laughs> yeah. And what the fans have to realize, of course, and, and I know they do, but just want to temper the enthusiasm only from this standpoint, you mentioned it in the intro. He's 17 years old. So let him go to Michigan, let him develop his game, let him have some fun, be a college student, go to class, sports management, uh, you know, <laughs> and pursue that and all that sort of stuff, watch him on the rink and watch him grow. But, when he gets here, let him be ready to be here. Yeah, you never want to rush the maturation process, the development process, and everybody wants you to win a championship yesterday. Well, it takes a long road to get there, and a lot you got to build these things brick by brick, as Tom Fitzgerald is want to say, brick by brick. And even individually, on an individual note, you got to build your own game brick by brick. So let him put those bricks into place. Let him get to where he needs to be. And, and I remember speaking with him after he was drafted. Uh, he mentioned he was going to go at least – one year of college and more likely two years of college. So, and, and then, you know, who knows what happens, maybe the AHL, maybe jumps to the NHL, it's still far away down the line, but this is a good two years away. But the thing is, it's all about the long game. It's all about the payoff at the end. You don't want to rush it because if once he does mature and develop into a great player, you could be talking about your top pair defenseman for a century or sorry, it's not a century, a decade. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and hopefully longer than that. And the one thing that we were not able to do last year is, speak with players face-to-face. -face. Everything was on Zoom. Everything was at a, uh, a distant, necessary, of course, because of COVID. But Jack Hughes should know right now that I'm going to sidle up next to him often and talk fantasy football. <laughs> Luke, let the cat out of the bag. 
I am going to be spending some time with Jack talking about fantasy football. So forewarned is forearmed, as they say. And we know Jack listens to Speak of the Devil's podcast, so I'm sure he's heard this right now after listening to the episode, and <laughs> he will prepare himself for this conversation. But I also love that they do so many things together, too, whether it's the fantasy football, the wakeboarding, like such a, a close family, and, and and you love that aspect of it, too. And, and the Devils always talk about drafting character. Well, character comes from family, and obviously they have two incredible parents, and as you said before, the story has been well told, but you you can see how tight they are as a group. And, and I think that just, and you got to assume they're that tight too with their teammates on the team. And I think just the devils are not only getting a great player in Luke Hughes. I think they're getting a great person. And we are looking forward to seeing his development though. It will be from afar this year, but we do appreciate Luke Hughes giving us a bunch of his time for this edition of the podcast. And on that note, that'll wrap things up. Special guest or special thanks to our producer, Andrew McLean. Thanks to you, Sam, for joining me this week. Looking forward to another uh, adventure with Speak of the Devils as we delve into the prospects for the New Jersey Devils. Of course, Speak of the Devils presented by RWJ Barnabas Health, the official health care provider of the New Jersey Devils. To all our listeners, thanks very much for your company. It's always appreciated. Until next time, be safe, be well. We'll see you then. Bye-bye.